Welcome to part two of a great conversation on the Landman Pivot Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Fairbanks. What else? Don't ever give up. Don't ever give up on something, you know, just keep keep driving towards something. I actually, I, I've, I've done a little bit of uh, work as a software developer. Not, I, I mean, it's a, a dip to toe in. And one of the thing, one of the key tenets of it is, you know, if you can't solve a problem, you just got to keep grinding at it. It may take you three days to figure out how to do something ridiculously simple. And we know that too well in the land industry, you know, Hey, you know, maybe you go back and relook at that grantee index. You know, you might've just, maybe the guy spelled his name differently for a few years, you know, or something like that. And just staying mm-hmm. persistent on finding that hole in the title or in the chain or in your documents or something like that. And that persistence, you know, I mean, when we're young, we want everything to come fast. We want, you know, everything to just fall into place. And I think it can be easy, especially for young people to just kind of give up too easy. Right. Um, My crew chief really likes good. to say, it's not a Google search. It's title. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, it was a, if it was a Google search, we just hire people in the Philippines to do this. You know, um, it's, you know, it's, there's, there's a certain amount of persistence that I think serves a, serves a good landman well, and, you know, translates well into other, you know, um, other career fields. Um, you know, I certainly had to learn that the hard way, like, Hey, don't just give up and hand this off. Like, you're the, you're the professional here. Step up and be persistent in finding that. It's going to be ugly. You're going to look stupid and you're going to feel stupid, but that's part of it. You know, you're going to feel stupid because it's taking you longer than this guy over here that's been doing it for five years. And, mm-hmm. but that, you know, sometimes you just got to, you know, take your licks and know it's, you're, you're going to stumble through it. And it's going to be hard if, if it's not something you haven't done. I, I can tell you right now, if I just, I tried to step right in and do some title alongside you, it would take me really long time, but that's just what you do. I'd, I'd say like persistence, you know, bar none is uh, out of those three, four things is probably the most important thing um, you could have as a landman um, is just not giving up on the Now leasing that's a little bit different and stuff like that. And, you know, but the, the thing about title is that it's it's always going to add up to one somehow (laughs) it may not look how you want it to and there may be some going concerns out there that you don't particularly understand even as an attorney you may not know all the facts you may not even be able to and of course that's whenever you write a big requirement and say you need to figure all this out um here's the potential issue and then i'm going to put an asterisk that is tied to so many zeros on the on the you know, the, the breakdown of the interest on the front mm-hmm. part of the opinion. And, but the most important thing is that you find where those zeros, you know, where they can be attributed. And that just goes right into that, that lesson of persistence. And, you know, it may not always be fun, but, you know, it's finding, you know, being able to attribute those zeros somewhere um, yeah. to the bundle of sticks is very, very important. Um and I would probably put that as the most important thing that a layman could do um, is just to stay persistent, even if you may not understand, you know, how those zeros are going to shake out. You need to know where they are and you need to tell your client where they are, whether it's a land company or you're an attorney working for an operator or a landowner or whatever. Um, you need to be able to 
attribute those zeros or at least know somewhere that explain where they are in the notosphere of you know of that of that chain of title. Right. Okay. Anything else as far as a skill that help people make transitions? Um, I would say, you know, just just be resourceful. Um, the best land man I've ever been around were just resourceful as all get out. Um, use everything they could, you know, never stop being curious. You know, you mentioned curiosity earlier in the stream, and I think that's probably you know, probably a really good trait for, you know, the layman that I've been around were just, they were naturally curious people. Um, just kind of mm-hmm. a little bit nosy, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, what like, about this and what about that? Yeah. The, yeah. I wonder why he changed, why is it spelled his name differently all those times? Huh? You know, or, you know, little things like, Oh man, this guy's, you know, he had a will, had all these cattle in this will, you know, he left all these cows to people, you know, I wonder, you know, if, I wonder if he did some ranching over here too you know, and if there's any interests like that, you know, um, we actually were able to collect on a, on a client one time because, um, I was just, a, I was just a curious guy, you know, I, I noticed something and I was like, I get the sense he's referencing like a, and, and just looking at cross references within, uh, you know, MOGLs and, and wills and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. ended up finding this guy had an override in some County that, he thought nobody knew about and we're like hey hey man you need to pay for these cattle or you know this override is pretty ripe for the pickings you know and and uh that was a nice little kind of tap on the shoulder like we're we're gonna give you one chance to make this right (laughs) you know and or you know we actually had another deal with another guy and um he's like man how'd you know i owned a rent house over here you know it's like we're just curious people you know and Mm -hmm you know, it's, it's, it's part of the kind of the dirty work, but you know, when you need to be an advocate for your company or your client or whatever, that's what you got to do um, to stay in the black. So, yeah. um, you know, curiosity will pretty much always serve a landman. Well, they can chase rabbits here and there. Um, it can certainly go over the edge, but I think that's probably one of the most important skills um, is that curiosity, that resourcefulness um, to go beyond just the first page of Google and, you know, find, you know, find a, a trail of uh, something that can lead you to some meaningful information um, for your project, um, whether it's searching UCC ones or, you know, like, well, what kind of um, assets do they have out there? Or, you know, do they have, you know, I actually found a guy one time because I got on Google Maps, zoomed into his property and was able to figure out his license plate number. Um <laughs> And then I was oh. like, oh, well, he, he's got a UCC one and then went back, you know, cross-referenced that to a UCC one. The bank had a lien on this and then they released it. And I was like, well, I guess he still has a pickup. Uh, you know, used pickups are worth a fortune right now. I guess he's got some assets. So, you know, just stuff like that, you know, and I think mm-hmm. that that's really important for a man to just use all those resources at his disposal you know, so many great resources, but they're, they're useless unless you, you know, put that curiosity to the test and just keep, keep digging, you know, keep digging, keep, keep, uh, staying diligent for, for your client or your broker. Awesome. Anything else? Uh, can't think of anything. Um, try all the restaurants in whatever town you're at. So, <laughs> <laughs> so right? don't get stuck on one restaurant. You know, you never know when you might find the good ones. So, but 
or find the landowner you've been looking for in the other restaurant? Yeah, find a landowner you might be looking for, or, uh, you know, or just, um, I actually did this um, when we were starting out, was just walking into a feed store and be like, hey, y'all know where so-and-so's at? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, he leases this place over here, and, you know, I'm about to go over there, you know, you want to you want to go over there with me? Okay, yeah, you know, and I mean, if you're a layman, like, sometimes if you're trying to find a surface operator or something like that, go to a feed store, go to a grain mm-hmm. elevator, you know, just be nosy, you know, and it, yeah, you're going to be the, you're going to be the oddball out there, but you know, just don't be afraid to look stupid and be kind. And, you know, some people might help you out. You never know. Um, that was actually really interesting when I walked into a feed store and found somebody that way. We were talking about the the young man you were talking about um, earlier, you know, that's probably the type of stuff he, he might think about, you know, mm-hmm. is, um, Hey, there's probably some ranchers over here. I bet it, I bet, I bet one of those guys in there knows where he is or, you know, he comes in here, maybe he's got an account there, something like that. So, um, you know, it's hard to think like a rancher because not everybody can do that. But, but, um, you know, for a guy like him, that would, he would, he would would probably say, oh yeah, that that totally makes sense. So, yeah. 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 I I really enjoyed visiting with you, getting to know, you know, your story and transitions. And I think, what you shared will add some value to people. And right now, our industry, especially if you listen to the media at all, mm-hmm. our industry is a total train wreck. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's unfortunate. It's in turmoil, yeah. And thousands of land professionals are looking for work or don't have enough work or looking mm-hmm. to transition to something else. I mean, if you look at just AAPL registry alone, uh, I think we've gone from around 16,000 to around 12,000, 11,000 mm. people that are uh, currently registered with AAPL. So, and that's kind of, you and I both know every landman out there yes. is going to be certified with the AAPL. So what about mm-hmm. all of those? Yeah. They're so looking they for 20,000 out there. Yeah. So how I, can we help yeah. those people? Well, I think uh, the important thing for a landman to realize is you're not just tied to one industry. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I actually, uh, I, me and my wife actually own a farm and we just leased it out for wind, you know. Um, now, whether or not, you know, wind is feasible or not is kind of a separate issue. But fact of the matter is, if somebody's out there doing that and, you know, there's, there's right away stuff, there's surveying, there's, um, you know, uh, land use permitting, you know, there's lots of ways that I think a landman can make a transition into another industry. Um, whether it's working for a title company, you know, helping to examine title prior to, you know, issuing a policy or something like that. In fact, a title company, a, a mentor of mine here, he, uh, he hired two landmen and that's who he trusts to do his examinations before, um, you know, he issues policies, you know, he's a, he's nice. a fee attorney for independent title here in Texas. And he's like, I trust the land, man. You know, um, I know they're going to be diligent. I know they're going to be curious and I know they're going to do a good job. And so that's why I get to write my, write my insurance policies, you know, and that's not going away anytime soon. Um, you know, especially as, you know, we've got more and more people, you know, crossing state lines and they have different expectations of what they can do with property and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And, um, I'm sure you see that a lot in Utah and, you know, people move in from Idaho, California, Washington, whatever, you know, and 
you know, there's always, you know, property disputes are always going to be there. Um, and so I think there's a, a place for, you know, the investigation skills of a layman to be put to use in lending. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't actually really think about that until I actually went into private lending. And I was like, wow, I know how to using those same principles to understand, you know, basically to put together a credit file for, you know, a, a potential borrower. And I mean, Oh yeah. That's I something I never would have thought of. If I hadn't have been a layman, I wouldn't know how to do like due diligence on these people and do it properly. And do they have any property here? Do they have any property here? You know, just cursory and, you know, private lending or lending in general, you know, private equity, there's a ton of due diligence that has to be done on any potential investment and stuff like that. I would hire a layman for that in a heartbeat um, because they know how to do their homework. They're going to do their due diligence. They're going to check all the boxes. And, you know, I wrote a credit manual basically front to back. You know, this is what you look for. You look for, you do this kind of credit check, you do this. And, and when you're a layman, you're basically checking all the boxes for somebody to make an acquisition on something. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, um, due diligence somewhere along the lines, that's what you're doing. Well, yeah, you can do it for property, but it can also be done for people or businesses. And so those same skills translate very, very well to doing that same amount of due diligence. And if it's not an asset in the form of real estate, maybe it's an asset in the form of a an, a membership interest in an LLC or a, a person or a business or anything, you know? And so I think those skills, if, if, if guys just get kind of creative there, there's, there's a ton of opportunities to put that same sort of curious investigation to work in another asset class. Um, you know, we, we do more and more private lending and just trade finance stuff on the ag stuff. I would totally hire a landman. Um, experienced layman to run through all this stuff, you know, our credit manual to basically identify, you know, any potential risk that might be with a, with a potential borrower Um, because I I trust that skill set, and I think it could be put to good use elsewhere. Anything else as far as wrapping up or, you know, you want to share any contact information if people have questions and want to get in touch with you? Yeah, sure. Um, So, like I said, I'm the, I'm technically the chief product officer of this company, of our company, Agex, um, Agex Inc. down here in Texas. Um, we're a data collection and transfer based, uh, cattle finance p- platform. Um, we basically, uh, put data profiles together on cattle and then use that as basically a springboard into financing. And, um, they can reach out to me. My email is blakew at agex.io. Um, um, you can also reach me on my private email, blake.adams276 at gmail.com. Um, that's the best way to get in touch with me. Um, check my email pretty pretty frequently, as we all do today. Um, and, yeah. and yeah, I'm not not super active on social media. I have two small kids, so <laughs> we talked about. So uh, not not super active on social media. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy to help, help, you know, visit with any other land professionals that, you know, want some ideas on how to, how to translate those skills into other industry. I think it's very, very, very possible. Um, and yeah, it, 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 it's very, you know, managing information, large amounts of information and then putting, you know, for a specific client. I, I think the skill set from a layman is, 
you know, the basic skill set is going to look different as the years go by, but mm-hmm. the principles needed to do a, do a good job are not going to change at all. And so, um, yeah, more than happy to, to visit with anybody. So, Okay. Awesome. Um, as far as things that I'm doing to serve those people who are looking to make transitions, yeah. you know, roll to roll or to get into a different career, man, you've had some changes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. For so, sure. I mean, there's a, a vast variety of experience that you can speak into. So that's awesome. I've got a landman mastermind group that we get together and, you know, just brainstorm these kinds of things, talk about title and negotiating and networking things that can help people make those transitions. And also do some one-on-one coaching, help people, you know, take those, like you talked about those principles, those skills and apply them to situations, look for other ways that they can apply them other roles or other careers that they can get into. Absolutely. That, that's really cool. Uh, Ryan, I, uh, you know, it's cool that you identified that and, and more importantly, you decided you wanted to do something about it. So that's, uh, that's really cool. I'm uh, that's, that's really exciting what you're doing. Yeah. My, my first crew chief that got me started in land, you know, it was one of those interactions that kind of came about almost seems like happenstance, but my brother-in-law was doing some just abstracting basically. And then my wife got into doing a little bit of abstracting and start running title a little bit. And I was looking to make a career transition. And uh, John said, Hey, why don't you come to breakfast with me? So we sat down and we're just talking and he asked me about some of my experiences and he said, I think you'd make a good lease hound. (laughs) (laughs) You want to give this a try? And I was like, yeah, tell me more about it. So he explained it a little bit. I said, Sounds interesting. Sure. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I got started in land was, was doing leasing and then got into title and learned some leadership skills and project management. It's been, you know, after 15 years of being in the industry as a landman, it just dawned on me, Hey, there's other people that could benefit. You know, the, the new landman who's in that first five years of his career, just trying to figure out like, is this, still is this something i can do long term yeah you know yeah, and no, it, it, yeah you wonder about the stickiness of it yeah so realized you know there's something i gained that that really that first crew chief gave me a great foundation by giving me different roles within the the crew that have allowed me to keep working even through difficult times it's a it's a really cool uh, thought and a really cool story um did, did you say that you work with like kind of a, a group of guys just sort of sort of bouncing ideas around and stuff like that? You mentioned sort of a sort of a sort of a, a summit of, of folks that you sort of visit with these issues. about. Yeah, a mastermind group, just cool. landman mastermind. We get together over Zoom once a week. Uh, we have a book that we study every month. And then when we can, probably between 50 and 75 percent of the time, we actually get the author to come and join us and talk to the people in the group. So I love that. That's awesome. That's really cool. That's really cool. Thanks for taking time to visit Blake and uh, best of luck to you. Sounds like things are moving forward in a great direction and, and you've got foundation pieces from all of the other career experience you've had that directly feed into and allow you to do what you're doing today. 
Absolutely. Thanks uh, for having me on, Ren. I really enjoyed visiting with you and feel free to reach out anytime. Okay. Thanks, Blake. Have a great one. Thanks. We'll see. Bye. If you feel stuck in a single role, like you're muddling through on your own, and you're curious about how you can make yourself more valuable in this or any industry, visit my website at landmanmastermind.com. I help land professionals connect with mentors and coaches through one-on-one coaching, mastermind groups, and connection to the Land Skills Network community. Hope to see you there soon. Look for me this June at the AAPL annual meeting in Chicago, Illinois.